Welcome to Warren Radio with your hosts, the Watchman Dana Smith and Tower. Thanks for listening. Greetings in the name of the Lord and welcome to Warren Radio. This is Tower. I'm here with the Watchman and we are glad you joined us. Please send all your prayer requests and correspondence to us through our contact page at warn-usa.com. You can listen to our Warn Radio episodes on warn-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And Warn Radio is now on the following platforms. Amazon Prime Music and Podcast, Spreaker, Blueberry, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Google Play Music, Blog Talk Radio, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Google Podcast, Deezer, Spotify, Anchor, and Pocket Cast. And be sure not to miss the following posts of our in-depth biblical articles and radio shows on danaglinsmith.com kept from the evil light of christ jesus kingdom calls christ jesus of the faith you follow the word light and life on warn-usa.com trusting arm of flesh Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 77, Inexcusable Book of Romans, Part 4, on Sound the Shofar, and Gospel Christian Persecution, Classic, on Warren Radio, Holy War Gospel News, Classic Warren Radio. And you don't want to miss these WIBR Warren Radio shows from July 26th through July 28th on warren-usa.com. Wednesday's Advocacy Show, Enduring Salvation, Persistent Faith, Indonesia, India, Egypt, Persecution of Christians. Thursday's Isaiah Series. Transgressions, Isaiah's Prophetic Book, Part 182, On Battle Lines. Friday's Sound the Shofar, Blessed is He that Trusts, Rejuvenating Hope in Christ, Part 4. (coughs) And be sure to get your copy of The Rising. The Rising is a Christian fiction thriller by the watchman Dana G. Smith. And The Rising continues the story of Mac, a former black ops sniper, and details the takeover of America. Hidden within the storyline of The Rising is the truth of what's happening in America now. And you can get your copy of The Rising by going to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, Ingram, and the easy... The Rising ebook can be found on Google Play. You can also get your copy of The Rising by going to danaglinsmith.com. And while on the site, be sure to sign up for the WIBR Warren Radio newsletters and visit our Christian Books and Resource Shop. And now I welcome in the Watchman. You're listening to Warren Radio on the WIBR Warren Radio Network. Don't forget to visit our websites at warren-usa.com and danaglinsmith.com. And also follow us on Twitter, find us on Instagram, and join us on LinkedIn. Dana, how are you doing tonight? Well, you know, in spite of the election, I'm doing good. Yeah. Greetings. 
You are listening to WARN Radio. I'm the Watchman, and this is Sound the Shofar on a Friday, in quotes, morning. So you still got the day to go. That's right. And then it'll be weekend time. Now, there are a lot of people, including much of our family, that are working on weekends. So at any rate, we hope everything's good in your part, wherever you're at. Our shows are on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday morning. Wednesday and Thursday, we try to get them out <clears throat> by uh, probably about 8, probably 9 in the evening because we produce those in our own studio. And sometimes we have a few little issues that we have to work out when we're doing the broadcasts. But at any rate, welcome to the show. Because we are uh, heading down through summer. It's hard to believe. Evil Day Overcomers, Rejuvenating Hope in Christ, Part 5. Evil Day Overcomers finds that which is common to the nations of men. Problems come and go, yet judgment waits for such a time as this. This judgment of nations over their sins was given to to Nineveh some 70 years after they repented the first time God was going to judge them. Apparently they forgot the repentance and went back to their evil ways. Both houses of Israel were found guilty and faced judgment. Babylon of old was overthrown by Cyrus and his army. And for all intents and purpose, God is the judge of nations and men. But our God and our Father has given everything over into the hands of his Son, Yahshua, Jesus Christ, who is the Almighty in Revelation 1 and who is coming back. And there's a warning in Revelation 22 that I put all over social media. And I'm going to give you just a couple of little lines of it. He that is wicked, let him be wicked still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. For I come quickly. And there's a couple of other phrases in there that he gives as well. But if you were a Christian, a believer, Revelation tells us they overcame by the blood of the Lamb, the word of their testimony, and they loved not their lives unto the death. Now see, in the Christian world, we have a lot of theology. And in times, prophecy. So many of the Christians are not planning on being here. Which I don't blame them. And then there's the pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, and there's a lot of other things we could throw in. But for all intents and purposes, I look to the Lord. I don't teach pre-trib, mid-trib, post-trib, last-trib, mid-trib, on top of trib, below trib, or whatever trib you got. I teach seeking the Lord, being found in him. Now, you see, evil day overcomers sounds ominous, and it is, both for Christians, you know, and for people who aren't Christian. But the New World Order, they're trying to set that up, and one day it will go up, and the beast will be the one in charge of it, not men. 
for Christians, though, we're starting out this one with a few verses out of Colossians. Because I want you to know, dear Christian, you have been delivered from the power of darkness. If you've repented, get into John chapter 1. You need to receive him. Believe on his name. John chapter 3, you need to be born again of the Spirit. 1 John 1, you need to walk in the light as he is in the light. Those are just a few scriptures pointing out to you. Romans, you get in the um, Romans 3. You'll find in Romans there's a good, uh, good section on repenting of sin. But the thing here is, Christians have been delivered from the power of darkness if you're truly born again. And those who are Christian know that they're born again. Now, of course, I have met a few that have been in the churches all their lives. They don't remember a time when the change happened because they've always been good, or so they tell me. Now, I'm not here to argue with you whether you're a Christian or not. Because the test is here on earth. Because the devil and the world will find you out. And even now in America, we have an antichrist hatred building up towards Christians and, and of course, Jews as well. So Colossians 1 verse 11 and then we're going to go through these verses I'm just going to read them through and you can go to Colossians 1 11 through 20 and find it strengthened with all might according to his glorious power and unto all patience and long suffering with joyfulness did you get that with joyfulness giving thanks to the father which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. I love that phrase. Inheritance of the saints in light. I like sunlight. I like summer. And the reason I like summer is it's not cold like winter is. Tower and I spent 24 years in RVs. Two of them, a small one and a bigger one. And during those, well, we're in our 25th year. We're celebrating our 25th year. And uh, this was a special end time ministry that we were called to. And during the winter time, it gets cold. And spending time in an RV for 25 years was quite a stretch. And there came a time we got out of it. So what I'm saying is sometimes when you're called, you know, you're really not called to the comforts of the world. You are called to the cross of Christ. But thanks be unto God. In verse 12 of Colossians 1, giving thanks unto the Father which has made us meet. In other words, he's made us by his own power. Didn't cost us anything because Christ did it by dying on the cross so we are partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light there's more than just us 
There's been generations and generations of Christians that lived in America. And they have not faced the America that we sit in today. In whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Who is the image of the invisible God. The firstborn of every creature. For by him were all things created that are in heaven, that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. For it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things unto himself, by him I say, whether they be things in earth or things in heaven. So his power, his glory, is everywhere, heaven and earth. And there is a power of darkness. And that's what you need to understand. Now, most of you know about darkness. You know, you know about Satan. You know about demons. You know, the, you, know, you know the Bible stories. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about the nitty-gritty. And that's when you get in there and the power of darkness is in your face. And see, the Lord came to confront the power of darkness. Like, for instance, and while he yet spake, this is Luke twenty-two forty-seven through 53, while he yet spake, behold, a multitude, and he that was called Judas, one of the twelve, went before them and drew near unto Jesus. And he's leading the guards that come out of the temple to come and get Jesus. And so this guy comes up and kisses him, and Jesus said unto him, Judas, betrayest thou the Son of Man with a kiss? You know, that's, <laughs> you know, like, like the Lord told everybody, you know, his disciples. You know, he spoke to him. He says, one of you are a devil. And that was the one that was prophesied. And when they were about him, saw what would follow, they said unto him, Lord, shall we smite with the sword? They were ready to fight because they weren't going to give the Lord up. But what they did not understand is he had to go to the cross. See, there's a point when, they were, when he was going through his ministry, he cast out demons, he did all kinds of miracles. When he healed the, the man that couldn't walk, And the Lord told him to take up thy bed and walk. He ran into one of the religious Pharisees and he said, you can't carry that. This is the Sabbath. See, he didn't even want to know the full story that this is a guy that had been sitting by the pool to try to be the first one in after the stirring of the water. But he never could do it because someone always beat him. So he had been sitting there for a long time until the Lord came up. And he said, would you be healed? And he says, stand up, take up thy bed, stand up. And he stood up. He never did that from birth. He couldn't. 
See, the power of darkness was broke right there. Now, see, the disciples, they were used to that. What they weren't used to is what they were about ready to go through. And whether you like it or not, the Christian life is filled with those times when the power of darkness may come near. Now, many times you can rebuke, you can bind, you can cast out. And see, in this case, they were ready to fight. And that's why, you know, the high priest sent him with guards. Because he expected them to fight. And one of the disciples actually smote the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. Cut it off. And Jesus said, suffer ye thus far. And he touched the ear and healed him. He just touched it. It was cut off. So he put an ear back on. And you know, even in this, I find a little type. He that has ears to hear, let him hear. This guy had his right ear cut off. He couldn't hear. Not much. I mean, it was gone. He didn't have the outer part that would collect the, the waves, the sound waves. I know there's a lot of people that act as if they can't hear. You can sit there and tell them about the Lord and they'll never hear. All they have is their agenda and their wickedness. And that's what we have in America. We have a time of evil, a time of darkness. And it's their time. But there's also, within this darkness, revivals going on in various places. So the power of darkness is not complete in America. America isn't totally lost at all. Now, if the Christians would rise up and if all the churches would get together and we would protest and stir some of these things and stop the policies of the Biden administration and truly repent, we could see some change here. So the Lord said, suffer it. Don't fight. I'm going, I'm going through this. Then Jesus said unto the chief priests and captains of the temple, and the elders which were come to him, be ye come out as against a thief with swords and staves. When I was with you in the temple, you stretched forth no hands against me, but this is your hour and the power of darkness. That's what we're getting at. This is your hour. Satan's going to have an hour. He has lots of other times, but this hour is not 60 minutes. This is a certain amount of time a certain segment of time within prophecy and the lives of those on earth when the power of darkness takes the lamb of god and god has given that lamb for you and me so he would be slain and his blood would be used as an atonement. In Passover in Egypt, they had to take the blood of the lamb and tap the tops of the lintels of the doorpost. And when the, when the death angel came over, he would see the blood and pass them over. And like manner, and, and, and what I'm talking about is Passover, of course. But see, that's a, that's a type of what we're looking at. So Christ is going to go to the cross. He's the Passover lamb, the perfect son of God. He came down here and overcame. Even as a man, he overcame. But there was an hour, and he knew there was an hour. But in this, we find the hour or the power of darkness. Hour is a segment of time, not 60 minutes here.
and encompasses the whole time on the cross, but it does more than that because it encompasses all of the time of man that's been on earth since the fall and all the future time on earth until the end of time. So within this short brief thing of his life, he conquered darkness, death, and the grave forever. So he was willing to go to the cross and endure this power of darkness, the humiliation, even though he was the son of God, and even though he was at creation, for all things were created by him. And without him was nothing made that was made. And so darkness, though, they saw this and they rejoiced in it. Just like a lot of those that, uh, and it's a lot of young people that are totally lost today. Totally lost. And I see them on you know, I was on X, that's uh, Elon's Twitter, because uh, we've got camps, we put a lot of stuff on there. We don't worry about people following us because we're not there to, we're there to give the seed of the word. But if you go through Twitter, you, you'll see an example of what's happened to our kids. And you could also ask the viable question, where were the parents? That's another problem. There's been a battle against the family in America for probably the whole time we've been in this end time ministry. Because you see, we were in ministry a long, 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 long time ago. And so we've been walking the walk of faith for a long time. But the thing here is, that amazes me, is this power of darkness arrived and it was their time. You couldn't stop it. It's going to go through. But in the end, as the demons from hell celebrated Christ's death on the cross, they didn't realize that it sealed their doom, sealed the doom of darkness forever because there was coming a time after his resurrection and ascension at the right hand of the Father, he was going to come again. And this time, he wouldn't be coming to die on the cross. He would be coming as Lord of Lord and King of Kings and he would put under his feet all of his enemies. And this go goes clear back into the early days from Genghis Khan on, on and even before when you had two armies and, and back then the kings you know and his princes and everybody would fight alongside him in a war it's not like these stupid politicians we got that send kids out to get killed and they're sitting on their butt in comfort in the White House and they do all this stuff from a desk, and all they have to do is sign something. That's all Joe does. They tell him what to sign. See, it's not that, you know, we've made it easy for people to be wicked, especially in the White House. We've made it easy for people to be wicked throughout America and the world. And even they don't realize the power of darkness because they're not building the new world order for the people, they're building it for the devil. For the beast that comes. So when we look at the cross, we find the evidence of the true power of darkness upon man. See, because when that power of darkness came, they couldn't fight against it. Christ wouldn't fight against it because he knew what was at stake. They could have easily defeated him. 
but we would have lost the eternal redemption that he paid for with his blood. They didn't realize it. Even the ones doing what they were doing didn't realize all this. But when he was resurrected and he was seen alive by all of those that he appeared to, and they watched him go into heaven in a cloud. He's going to the right hand of the Father. And he'll stay there till it's time for him to rise and come again. So there is an evil day. There was an evil day for Christ. There will be an evil day for everybody. There is the evil. you got to fight it. It'll try to tear your home away, tear your family away. It'll try to make a pervert out of you. It'll try to give you sicknesses and diseases. But see, in this, as a Christian, if you get a sickness and you die, you're going to be with the Lord. If you suffer martyrdom, excuse me, you are going to live through it and be with, I mean, you'll be with the Lord. So as Christians, we lose nothing. We gain everything. And there is a power of darkness in this world. And there is a power of darkness that overcomes people and nations. And right now America has been overcome by the power of darkness which is going to get greater. Unless the Christians can stand up. Now you see before Joe Biden was ever in office. I was told what was going to happen. And I don't mean like another prophet. I don't mean, I don't consult other prophets. I look to the Lord. I had an old Jewish prophet I knew who told me that he said if he had an issue, he wouldn't come to me or anybody else to solve it. He'd go to the Lord. That doesn't mean you can't be friends with people or have Christian fellowship. But in prophecy, especially in our churches, it's very loose. And the most of it is not correct. Whether you believe me, it doesn't matter if you believe me. It doesn't matter at all because it's there. In Ephesians 6, you'll know this one. So you have the power of darkness. So what are you going to do? You're going to put on the armor of God. And you know this. Ephesians 6, 10 through 16. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. That's what you got to do. You got to be strong. You got to have faith. When the devil tells you you can't do it, you need to say in Jesus' name, I can. Well, first you're going to rebuke the spirit that said that. I rebuke that thought in Jesus' name. I rebuke the spirit that is responsible for that thought in Jesus' name. And I bind you foul spirit and cast you into outer darkness. Or whatever your prayer is. But you have the power through Christ. And we are entering into a day for you Christian to understand that you have access to supernatural power right now but there is a step you got to take you have to seek the lord like you've never sought him before put on the whole armor of god that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil and if you think just one rebuke will do it that won't and even if you bind something it's not going to be bound forever they do get loose. <laughs> because Christ is the one that's going to destroy them all. So we put on the whole armor of God so that we can stand against the wiles of the devil. Not that we can destroy the devil. The Lord is the one that does that. We don't have that kind of anointing. But you can cast them out. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, 
but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. You know, you you see a politician or someone that's on the on their throne. You know, they're the president, and they begin to have policies, just like Joe Biden does, or Barack Obama, or anybody else, or it can be somebody else. But they have earthly power, and the principalities and powers. These rulers of the darkness of this world these are the ones that fulfill that spiritual wickedness in high places. So when you have a co-worker that's not nice to you yeah, that's part of those wrestling against the flesh and blood because they're mean and nasty so you get in a toot de toot with them but you'll get further if you pray for them and the attitude that they have you rebuke that attitude and you place a blessing on it and an understanding And you, you know, you're not going to do this to their face. Most of them won't let you. You get in your prayer closet, and whoever it was treated you bad, or whatever situation of you, put it in detail before the Lord. And if he's mean and nasty, you pray. I pray that his attitude will change. I pray that his heart will change. I pray that he'll have a better attitude. He'll, you know. You can pray these things. You can actually change change people the way they are. And you can deliver them. And the devil knows it. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand in the evil day. Now we're in the evil day. There's a lot of evil. The time of evil. The, pre- the perilous times of evil. But this is what you're to do. You take the whole armor of God. Make sure you're strong in the Lord and the power of his might. That comes through fasting and prayer. And you do everything you can spiritually and physically. And you take care of the physical through, I mean, the spiritual through the physical things you do like prayer and fasting, etc. Keeping yourself separated from the sins of this world. So you put on the whole armor of God. You realize what you're wrestling against. It's not against Joe, but it's against the demon behind him. You realize about the whole armor of God. Because there is a whole armor. And they all represent something. When you go through it. Your your loins gird about with truth. Your truth. Is the word of God. And you're preparing yourself for battle. You're not running. You're standing. You're not full of fear. And you have on the breastplate of righteousness. What does that come? Where does that come from? You just get a breastplate and put it on? Well, you're going to lose if you do that. 
you need to put on the breastplate of righteousness. You only get that one place. When you're walking in the light as Jesus is in the light. You must be walking in the light of Christ. Then you have fellowship one with another. And through Christ, you have righteousness. So you can defeat the darkness of wickedness. And your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace because you want to reunite these people with the Lord so they can find forgiveness and happiness. And take your shield of faith and that's when you speak faith you talk faith if the enemy puts a negative thought you bless the Lord if the enemy tells you something that's a lie rebuke that lie and praise the Lord bless the Lord speak the truth as you know it but don't be afraid understand the fiery darts because when you first become a Christian They face a lot of darts. Now, one of the prophets I wanted to talk about is Jeremiah. He was faced by Jews that didn't want to listen to him. They ridiculed him. They gave him trouble, trouble, and they were evil. They were wicked. In spite of all of it, Jeremiah would say of the Lord, Thou art my hope in the day of evil. Now the day that he was prophesying about or talking about the day of evil, it would arrive eventually and bring judgment on Judah. And when it did arrive... Jeremiah's hope was in the Lord to preserve him from it and in it. And the Lord told him that he would be taken care of. It's in Jeremiah. And Jeremiah dealt with uh, Judah for a long time, many years. They even accused him of being a false prophet since the word of the Lord hadn't happened right away, but God's grace was giving him time. Now see, Jeremiah did not stop from being a shepherd or a pastor to Judah. He, he, he dealt with them. And many times, there, there's one time it records, you know, I mean, he was fed up. He was ready to quit. Because he couldn't get anywhere with Judah. And in Jeremiah 17, there's a couple, uh, a few verses here, 5 through 8. Thus saith the Lord, Cursed be the man that trusteth in man, and maketh flesh his arm, whose heart departs from the Lord. For he shall be like the heath in the desert, and shall not see when good comes but shall inhabit the parched places in the wilderness in a salt land and not inhabited. Now that's not a blessed land. Blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord whose hope the Lord is. For he shall be as a tree planted by waters that spreads out her roots by the river and shall not see when heat cometh, but her leaf shall be green and shall not be careful in the year of drought, neither shall cease from yielding fruit. Now these are very interesting verses. But basically, if you're going to depend on man, 
eventually you're going to depend on man and the ability of men and nations so much you depart from the Lord. Unless you're really dedicated to the Lord. And trusting in the Lord is compared to a tree planted by the waters. And, she, you know, it, it's by the, by the waters. And her roots are there right by the river, and they're going into that water. And that particular tree doesn't pay attention to whether the heat comes or anything else. Because she's by the waters. And that's what the man that trusts the Lord is like. That's what Jeremiah is saying. But yet the Lord stood up. And talked about living waters coming out of innermost being. All those who believe in him. Jesus is that living water. Your roots in him. So when the day of evil, the day of darkness arrives, you're rooted and grounded in the Lord. But you can't trust in your own strength. You trust in the Lord. Jeremiah 17, 16, As for me, I have not hastened from being a pastor to follow thee. Neither have I desired the woeful day. Now see, that is the day of evil. But he calls it a woeful day. In verse 17 and 18, he says, Be not a terror unto me, thou art my hope in the day of evil. Let them be confounded that persecute me, but let me not be confounded. Let them be dismayed, but not let me be dismayed. Bring upon them the day of evil and destroy them with double destruction. Now you see, some of us would like to pray that on people today. Remember, this is a prophet in the Old Testament dealing with the nation that needed to repent. And all he was doing is repeating what was going to come. The Lord was going to bring a day of evil upon them. And there would be destruction. The temple would be destroyed. There would be people killed. And I think when we look at things, you know, living in America, we're not very far away from a lot of things. They're warning us about a food shortage. Our borders are open. I'm not sure how many people they let in, but I think it's far higher than they know. It's far higher. We know that the Chinese regulars have come into America. Of course, <laughs> The Biden administration don't know. They don't care. But there's a lot of things happening. You know, there's child trafficking. There's sexual trafficking. There's all kinds of evil. And it's coming out of Mexico. The same Mexico that allows these gangs, these cartels to exist because they're more powerful than the government is. That's spiritual wickedness. Now you see, one thing we have in America, we have we used to have lots of churches. But we have a regular thing here. Go to church on Sunday and Wednesday. 
Some of them go on Saturday night. But we sit in our churches, we listen to our sermons, and now we've got pastors that aren't Christian. We've got shepherds that are not good. We've got wickedness in the pulpit, wickedness in the congregation. Because not every Christian is a Christian, not every pastor is a true pastor. And not every church is going to get you to heaven. So you have to have a lot of discernment. This isn't candy land, folks. This is reality. This is not the America that many of us grew up in who are baby boomers. But then I was told many years ago that America as I knew it would cease to exist. And when I'm told... I never forget. There's a lot of things that I was told, and that's why I do what I do. But one thing I know what I was told. That when you see Joe Biden, and this is long before Joe Biden ever got in there. When you see Joe Biden win the presidency, then you will know that this is judgment. And we can pretty much look on America and see what's happened. And Americans are not happy with what they've seen. Joe Biden is judgment. There's another thing that I was told about Joe Biden long before he ever became president. And he says there's going to be a coup d'etat. And it's not a coup d'etat to get rid of Biden specifically. It's a coup d'etat coming out of the Biden administration to overthrow America and its policies. And that's exactly what's been going on. Now, whether you believe this, it's up to you. But I don't make it a habit of preaching lies. And I don't make it a habit of telling everybody. The only time I mention this is when I'm doing my shows. Very, very few people do I ever even mention anything to. Because I spend my time doing what I'm doing. And I don't run to preachers or prophets. I look to the Lord. And when I tell you and talk to you about a day of evil, you need to prepare. Not by fear. That's the devil. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and a sound mind. So you take the promises of God, seek the Lord. And you can expect to have food and water and shelter and even something to pay for goods. Now, there are Christians that don't. And it could be that evil that you may not have that. But see, I've been a firm believer that if there was a flood coming at my house, I could get with my wife who would stand in front and we'd command that water to divert, and it would. We believe if, we, if there is no food, that there will be food. We'll command food. We'll trust for food. We'll believe it. But let's face it, most Americans could fast for 40 days and lose the weight that they've been trying to lose for a long time. What I'm saying is, folks, don't allow fear to rule you. You have to have faith, find the power through the Lord, but also you got to have what God gave us, common sense.
but a lot of the things I talk about are life and death situations when these extremes happen. Because right now today in, our, in, in a lot of our shows that we do concerning the persecuted church and telling you who they are, we are seeing viable Old Testament apostolic miracles, prop, you know, miracles by prophets. We are seeing that going on around the world. You may not never hear of it. You, you may not hear of it, but it's there. And in America, you're seeing things happening through these revivals. So it's time for you to get out of the mully grubs. It's time for you to understand. Through much tribulation do we enter into the kingdom of God, but we are overcomers in Christ. God has not given us a spirit of fear. He's given us weapons for our warfare. And the words of our mouth, if they be spirit and life, you can slay the dragon. So, we've come through quite a bit. Rejuvenating Hope, Part 5. Father, thank you for your word. Bless your word to the heart, mind, and soul, and spirit of those who have heard this. Guide them, direct them, and be with them. And in Jesus' name, I bind you, Satan, and the powers of darkness from the preaching, teaching, streaming, and receiving of this word. Don't forget to go to our websites. On warn-usa.com, danaglinsmith.com. While you're there, don't forget to read the articles. Listen to the shows. And check out my book, The Rising. You'll find ads and various things on the websites. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Have faith. Don't walk in fear. But use spiritual guidance. Acknowledge the Lord in all your ways. And he will direct your steps. You must be found in that light, like 1 John says. When you're walking, be in Christ. Because heaven isn't clear up there somewhere. Lo, the kingdom of God is within you. Until next time, may God bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you peace. May his word be a light to your path and a hope in your heart. And may the love of the Lord fill you. May you never be alone, but always be in Christ Jesus. This is the Watchman and for Tower. Shalom, everybody. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Warren Radio.